0: Radio 929 the game 929 of the game.com. gotta let the horn section play right before you jump in there Brad Willard Fred Willard that's James Brown's guy Sam and Greg Sports Radio 929 the game 929 the game dot com You don't see that much anymore when you're watching a big band and and, and the horn section start playing and they stand up Oh yeah. They all sit down. They when it's stand time to play. They all stand up in unison <laughs> and start blowing. Then they sit back down. Yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway, Sam and Greg Sports Radio 929 the game 929 Game.com. on this holiday weekend. We I, listen, I'm going to apologize to those of you that have been with us all morning long. By the way, it's her birthday today. Jana Novotna.
1: Yana Novotna.
0: Yeah. Okay. And it was that famous match that she lost with uh Steffi Graf. And oh, yeah, she, was, she needed was, consoling oh by the. Oh my goodness! Was yeah. it the not the? What was that? The, the, the Duchess, Duchess of
1: something. The Duchess of Kent. Duchess. Wow. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, they're always troll of the well, board. They, stays they, with Mr. They, were always, they were always for the trophy ceremonies. Yeah, and, Duke, and she Duke, lost it. Duke and Duchess of
0: Kent. And you ain't supposed to touch royalty, right? That's why it was a big deal. Yeah, but, and then she hugged her. Yeah. And I was like, you, "You
1: ain't supposed to be hugging." Yeah, but she like, "You know, hey, you when you lose like she lost, you can't, you know, come on
0: over here. Yeah, Stephanie's well, she always played like she was double parked. <laughs> yes, she did. So you know, understand <laughs> so that she left the motor running. Um, again, so we have had an interesting morning, Sam and I, and we thank you for being a part, making us a part of, of your holiday weekend. It's just been different this morning, and and if you weren't with us last segment or earlier in the last segment, uh, Mr. Crenshaw almost got taken out. By a piece of plastic. <laughs> a big old piece of plastic. <laughs> yeah, a big old thing. piece of plastic. Almost took him out. And I'm happy he's okay. And But that threw me. It was like that accident I was telling you about that I got oh, in on yeah. 15th Street. Yeah. So I was just, just going to say. It. And also, we do this as a public service. Uh, to those of you out there, please be very, very careful. Yeah. This weekend, let's run through them. Super Bowl Sunday. St. Patrick's Day. Cinco de Mayo. Memorial Day, this weekend, 4th of July, Labor Day, Halloween night, New Year's Eve. Those are the eight amateur days or nights or long weekends of the year where people who don't normally drink and drive, unfortunately, are doing just that. So, you know, pay attention out there, be very, very careful, and I'm done now. Talking to you like you might, like like a parent, but... We just it's want the top to of the hour. It's you. the top of the hour. It is the top of the hour, and, and we having said that, we say to you, God morning, Georgia morning, and a special good morning. We got to get two communities because we didn't get the huh? one last hour. Yeah, because we had the was, special we, guest. We got one. Last we had the hour. special. guest. Nah, it wasn't because
1: it was his community.
0: I mentioned Alpharetta, but right. the one I had written down was Conyers.
1: Okay, was and then
0: was Riverdale. So, so you pick w- which one you, which one you want to give another. That's up to you. <laughs> You're the one with the nuggets. So, <laughs> so, so go ahead. Which one you we, want to say we, something we about? We shout out the folks
1: down in Riverdale, folks down in Clayton County. Shout out to the Riverdale Riverdale Raiders. Okay. All
0: right. There you go. Great, um, fo- great, great, great folks down there. And let me also remind you, Sam. Yeah. That Kenny Maine has hey. joined the Odyssey family. Hey. With a new podcast. Hey. Hey, Maine. Each week, and he will talk to someone he knows a little and fascinated by a lot: <laughs> athletes, musicians, celebrities, and just about anyone else. Two episodes debuted, 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 debuted this week. Chris <laughs> Berman, <laughs> bark, 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 bark. you always ask if you don't say that. And Ben, I'm sure he did. I'm ben sure he Schwartz did. from Parks and Recreation.
1: He never misses a chance to go back, 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 back.
0: Anyway, download Hey Main on the Odyssey app or hey. wherever you get podcasts. Hey, that's right. <laughs> the Candy <Kenny> Main <laughs> Show. Today, nineteen eighty five, CBS announces a twenty one percent stock buyback. Do you know why? Why? Because they were trying to keep Ted Turner from buying the network. It I happened on this day. You remember that, right?
1: I remember that, and I had a chance to spend some time with someone who was involved with that. Um, really to to, to, to try to help him during that time and went up to D C to face people for the with the F C C about, you know, about it. Um, and, and I was—I'd I, forgotten about that—that you know, that she played a role in talking about Sonona Clayton. Mm-hmm. And I talked with her, and she was someone that was very trusted uh, with Turner, Turner, uh, Ted Turner and Turner Broadcasting. And it was—it was a real thing. It—it uh, it really was. So he, he
0: appeared and did stuff that nobody a thought was going to happen. Again, this is '85, so this is what ten years after he started CNN. It was mid seventies, wasn't it? he? Started CNN. No, well, I thought it was around there. I can't remember C- exactly. It was seventy nine. Oh, Oh, seventy nine. Well, he probably started. Oh no, yeah,
1: Superstation. He had Superstation. Super right. Yeah, that that's now. right.
0: TBS. He, he had su- that
1: going yeah, for he a had while. And Superstation going in the, in the, uh, the the early seventies, and then.
0: But the, the twenty four hour network. When he told folks about yeah. that, they all went. Excuse you me. Go down to the wall on the CNN. Doesn't it say seventy
2: nine? I believe I, so. I ain't
0: seen that wall in a minute, but I'll take your word yep. for it. Okay. Well, he was trying to spread his wings, and that was all. Der- wasn't. Captain Outrageous during that time too wasn't there a later
1: out of like early America's 70s Cup America's Cup that, that that he won and he had a lot of stuff going.
0: This, I'm surprised the movie hasn't been made yet. Yeah, Except he's still with us, so maybe yeah. that's why it hasn't. Yeah, but that's 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 a dude who's gonna have a movie made about him, and you better get the right actor.
1: Yep. Yeah. <laughs>
0: you better get the right actor for that but just to
1: have the you know just have the nerve and to, to do some of the things that he did and, and try him and people say well why not why because the, when i understand the original plan for cnn was just a teletype machine with a camera on it Really? it wasn't a person it was just you were going to see and for those of people who don't know what a You're teletype is you about that sound from is, the beginning of 60 minutes right
0: it, no that's a clock well, that's, oh, that's true. That's right. What am I thinking? Walter Cronkite hit
1: it. <laughs> yeah, when well, you listen to old, tick, 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 no. yeah. the idea was to have one of those in front of a camera and people just read it for themselves. As the wire came, that was the which original, is what we have now. That, that was the original plan, right? You know, now we got that on our computers or whatnot. We can watch that from home on our laptop. It's on our phones,
0: <laughs> and most shows on cable too. You know, business type shows they have that running underneath. Oh, running underneath, yeah. The scroll.
1: That's, that's well, Bloomberg kind of kind of introduced that. Um, the running scroll at the bottom of that. So but but um that was the original plan. Not even to have a person. Um he just wanted to get something to put information out there and see if people around the clock giving people information. Then you put people out there doing it and it caught on fire. People like and then Persian Gulf War happened, you know, Dan right. Rather Dan rather's reading some story about something and you know. Uh, Bernard Shaw is up under a bed with yeah, bombs going Yeah, and we're watching goods right? fly. We're, right. watching
0: yeah. we're watching missiles. We're watching missiles, which we never saw before fly. Yeah. There was footage during Vietnam, and it was all, by the time it got back to us on the nightly news. It was a couple of days been, ago. Exactly. Yep. This, this was live. L- this back was back
1: happening then. live, and that's what put cable news up. Yep.
0: Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game. 929TheGame.com. You said something as we lead into giving a little updates and what we've seen so far with Wimbledon. Which they are
1: playing tennis. They've they have they have stopped everything on center court because this is the 100th anniversary of center court, and they brought up of, of, of center court at Wimbledon, and they brought back all of these great you know past champions who walked out just this parade of, of uh, some of the game's all time greats. Uh, a few notable together.
0: exceptions. Uh, a, few, uh, a, few, a few a few people down, who weren't there.
1: Right. You know with no, no Serena Williams, with no Martina Navratilova, um, I, and I don't see Andre Agassi or Steffi Graf. Nope. Um, So there are a few folks who are not there, but the people who did make it, the the Rod Lavers and the Margaret Courts and, you know, um, there's there's so many there. So it's cool to see that. But they are still playing, and American Francis TFO just dropped the first set. He's playing a fourth-round match, and he's down, uh, dropped at 7-6. So we see if he can bounce back and get things going. So they are still playing matches, and later on today, while he's part of this ceremony, uh, Novak Djokovic uh, is due to play later on today.
0: And he gave him a microphone, too. To they, gave, they
1: gave out. I saw that. I said, what well, they're going to give him a microphone.
0: <laughs> that's, that's like giving Ray Lewis a microphone. <laughs> oh. um, listen, you said something earlier, again, which, which is always fun. When you say something and it reminds Mr. Crenshaw of a story that he remembers from his, his television days or just his just regular movements through life and the people he bumps into. In a lot of ways, you're like me. you kind of a bug zapper for celebrities. And you told the story as we watched this. And I'm not going to give away the person you were talking to. I'll talk about it. Uh, yeah, I want you to because I'm setting this up right, and and it all stems on the phrase "why lesson."
1: Yeah, go ahead. And and of all people to see that, well, a lot of people are looking for ways to, to tennis to be more mainstream and, and be more popular. And the USTA at all levels is really working to make the game you know accessible to people. It seem as a it's always seen as a game that people have to have a, be affluent and uh, be in a certain you know, tax bracket to play. And, it, and it's really, they work for that not to be the situation. And so, you know, you have people saying, how do you get more people to, to participate? This pandemic has done a lot to get people to, because it was deemed a, a healthy sport, a healthy activity for people to play, to play tennis, to get out of the house, right. instead of just being in there hiding. But, as, you know, a few years back, Billie Jean King was, was in town. She comes through town from time to time for different different events. And, uh, you know, we got a little bit of rapport. She knows I do some things with tennis locally, and and we always see each other. We always say, say hello. I'm not saying we're we great friends or anything, but she comes to town, and I'm there. She'll talk, and she says, and I'm talking to her and a little bit about tennis and things. She's an initiative she's involved with. And she says, you know, we need to, need to get more people from all communities to play tennis. She says, you know what? Why do we call it lessons? <laughs> and I'm, I don't, I'm like, Scooby-Doo, you asking me? <laughs> you asking me this question? why they call it le-
0: you know it, <laughs> you, you're this person that everybody listens can't to can't tell you can't tell the history is this is a hyperbole you can't tell the history of this country without mentioning billie Jean king i know it i know it now Sam, we ain't talking about a sport No. we're talking about the history of this country right
1: right right because of her impact and, Thank you. and the things that she de- she that she demanded for women uh, yes absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely and um you know but but she asked me you know why have to be called lessons I thought about it like what other sport is it called lessons maybe maybe golf yeah but anything else your practice is your lesson your drills are, 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 are your lesson you you know that's you don't take a football lesson you don't take a baseball. but but you are yes because you're there with people who are teaching the game but we don't call it lessons right and I'm like why she asked me this (laughs)
0: because <laughs> you're Sam Crenshaw, that's why. No, no, man, but but you're the but, person asked. I but, get it. But, it's but, Billy. You're standing in front of Billy Jean King, and she's right. asking you and a she question. She asking me
1: a question. I don't know if she just wants to see that look on my face <laughs> or what. You know,
0: <laughs> come <laughs> but, to think about it, i actually like to see that too. You
1: know, but 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 that's the thing. She's and what she's saying is maybe it removes some of that. You know, it's not for everybody. If you you know, we call it drills or call it you know you know teaching or, or something else other than the, the, the lessons. Are are we going to be coached? Are we going to train uh, a different terminology? But that lessons has always been. And lessons mean you, you got to spend some money. Right. You know, so uh, so I, that's a question she asked me. I, and, and I was, was just like you always say, hummer the up <laughs> Right, right, right. I'm like, you're asking the wrong person.
0: <laughs> but it is but one it of great the, to
1: see her. She, she's there today for the celebration. And the
0: funny thing is you go from something that you just need the basics to start learning how to play versus – the money as you said that to get good at the sport yeah when you just start all you need is a wall a racket and a ball yeah that's it a wall i can't tell you how many times i used to sit in front of the garage and just hit up against the garage and yeah. nobody to play with and you learn how to get a stroke going and the only other sport that's that basic to get going with is soccer yeah. I can think of all you need is grass and a ball and a ball. That's it. Net optional. But when you want to take it to the next level and you want to have some people watching you, then you got to be creative, like as you saw in the movie Richard Williams and and sort of, course they coach to help. <laughs> you know, my daughters are at this level now. I need them to get to the next level. Can you help them? Yeah. that's where the expense comes in.
1: Yeah, you know, and, and that's that's a big part of it, and that remains a part of the sport, and so that's that's why she asked, you know. Any question? I wish I had some real answers for.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I'm just that there are very few people from sports, period, that have to be absolutely included in the telling of this country. Not just their sport. She's one of them. I can't think of anybody else. Arthur Ashe, maybe, but nobody else really from that sport. It's a slam dunk. Ali in boxing. Oh, but sure. The other sports. Sure you know. I don't know. I mean, just a transcendent could... person. Exactly. Yeah. Uh Anyway, Sam and Greg, we are going to switch gears and we're going to talk a little more baseball with these Braves and what they're doing Cincinnati, but also getting ready for Atlanta United as they get ready to take on NYCFC today. Pre-game at 4.30, 5 o'clock. You can hear that game right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We're going to talk to Joe Patrick, our own Joe Patrick next. See how his weekend's going. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.
2: Chaka con, Chaka con, Chaka con, Chaka con, shaka con. Let me rock it, let me rock shaka con. Let me rock it, that's all I wanna do, shaka con. Let me rock it, let me rock shaka con. Let me rock it, let feel for you, Chaka con. What you tell me, what you wanna do? Do you feel for me the way I feel for you? Chaka con. Let me tell you what I wanna do. I wanna love you, wanna hug you, wanna squeeze you too, and let me take you in my arms. Sports radio ninety two 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, 9, nine the game
0: ninety two nine the game dot com. I'm Sam and it's Greg. On this Sunday morning, 1, July third. <laughs> Your home, folks. Yeah, she is. Hey, yeah, you now. Picture with her back there. Stevie G is here. Yeah? Our producer. Yeah, yeah. He He's is. telling bad jokes out there. Is he telling bad jokes? Yeah. He says he feels sorry for the calendar. And
1: in, in The calendar?
0: Yeah, he said he feels sorry for the calendar. I said, why? He goes, their days are numbered. That was Stevie G telling that joke. Y'all can take that with you and have fun <laughs> with, that with it. it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, take that with uh, you and have fun with uh, it. take that one with you and have fun with
1: it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said out there. He's supposed he he's still in a celebratory mood. His alma mater won national championship last week. Ole Miss won college baseball World Series. Uh. He's been waiting for his gear. I don't know if he got his gear yet. I've been asking, him, man, where's your gear? Where your your boys won national championship? Where, where's your stuff?
2: Has you know. it even been printed yet? Give him some time. That's your, that man, I'm sure that stuff was printed
1: the, the next the, day. The next day. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you've got to know it. That's got that has to be out there now.
0: Well, while you guys just talk about wardrobe, let's bring our guest on. It's, it's Joe <laughs> Patrick. Joe, good morning. Happy holidays. Thanks. Hope you're enjoying your weekend. And,
3: and how you doing? Good morning, guys. I am. It's been a fun weekend so far. I love the Fourth July weekend. I uh, hope you guys are doing the same.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, we, you know, we've been talking Braves early. I'll let you decide because every week we bring you on, and, and, and we're never sure which team you want to talk about first. You want to talk about the Braves and what they're doing up in Cincinnati or what they've done over these last – couple series or Atlanta United as they get ready for New York.
3: Let's uh let's start with some Atlanta United since we always uh, we we tend to I ramble on so long we only get like one uh, you know a little bit on them at the end. Let's talk uh, let's, let's talk <laughs> some Atlanta United about it. Okay. okay and we got to
0: limit your answers to 30 seconds that way you won't be rambling. Yeah. <laughs> as you put it. I don't mind it but you know Joe what
1: what, what do you make of the uh, our, our latest uh, setback in We actually actually heard Gonzalo Pineda use the word "heartbreak" uh, at the way this one uh, this past one Red Bulls has always been a tough place for Atlanta United. They had an opportunity to at least leave the place with a point, but they but they leave with none.
3: Yeah, it was it was absolutely brutal. I mean, I think "heartbreaking" the term that Gonzalo Pineda used is the exact right word to use because this team went up to Red Bull Arena again, a, a place they've never. They had never scored a goal. Uh, They had gotten a point there, which they got last year in a nil-nil drop. They've they've obviously struggled there if you've never scored a goal. And the team just played super, super well in bad conditions with several players. You know, despite we know all the players they're missing due to injury. And then they also weren't able to field Joseph Martinez in the starting lineup, Marcelino Moreno in the starting lineup because of load management. So they were really... Uh, a threadbare squad that went out there and they played amazing for like 80 minutes <laughs> and they scored the goal to take the lead in the 75th minute um but then yeah just kind of gave it up late on uh they uh, a penalty by Caleb Wiley a 17 year old kid unfortunate for him because he's been such a good player for Atlanta United this year but you know gives away a penalty where when he didn't need to go in on a challenge in his own box and then um, you know, a player in Alex De John who who had put in an admiral performance, a guy who really was not expected to play n- hardly at all. Honestly, he was very much a reserve uh, center back defender for this team. You know, again, makes, makes another individual error that leads to the winning goal in, you know, a few minutes later. So it was just Absolutely brutal, and so when you look forward to this game, I, you know, what I'm looking for is just is this team going to be able to pick themselves up emotionally for it um, and physically because it's a tough turnaround. Only two days in between; it's one of the short, one of the quicker turnarounds they'll have all season. Um, but I think emotionally, it's it's going to be hard for them to kind of pick themselves up and get themselves in the right mind frame to play again today. But you know, they've got to do it, and hopefully, on the good side, uh, we will potentially see with the return of Tiago Almada today from his suspension, we could potentially see Joseph Martinez, Tiago Almada, Marcelino Moreno, and Luis Araujo all in the field together for the first time this season, <laughs> which is kind of crazy, or at least in the starting lineup for the first time this season. So uh, it's kind of crazy that that's the case, that that's how injured and banged up and, you know, the circumstances have been for this team, but uh, they'll have them today. So hopefully they can they – can, um, finish this thing out. You know, again, New York City is a really, really, really tough place. In fact, the toughest place in the entire league to get three points to win on the road. But if they can if they can even pull out a draw, I mean, that would be considered a win, I think. So um, let's see if they can do it.
1: Anytime on the waitforit.com hotline, with Joe Patrick. Uh, and he is social. You can find him on Twitter always with J.A. Patrick 200, J.A. Patrick uh, 200. Um, you talked a lot about Atlanta United. Well, let's turn to I guess something that would be a little more pleasant. That would be the Braves who've been on mm-hmm. a tour of great places to eat. They've been in Philadelphia with the cheesesteaks. Now they're <laughs> in Cincinnati with the chili. And and they have a great success there. What why are you laughing, Graham? No,
0: I was I was actually gonna ask him another question, but we talk braves there. I'll okay. save it till okay. the end because okay. this is a big one.
1: Okay. But 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 we uh, we've already won the series. There we go for the sweep and we, we're waiting to see what's up with uh with, with Adam Duvall's hand.
3: Yeah, yeah, that that will be very interesting to see how those, uh, those scans come out. Um, for the Braves, I mean, man, it just feels like they are just totally in, like, a flow state right now in the season, you know, and it just seems like these wins kind of – it seems like they come easy. I mean, I don't know how the players actually feel about it, but it just certainly seems from an outsider perspective, like, this team has total confidence that it's going to be able to – you know you just beat everybody they play on on a given night and especially these teams like cincinnati these teams that are not you know among the, the the challengers for the national league i mean i think that we saw a really good series against teams like the giants and dodgers when they were in Truist park last week uh and you really saw kind of high level competitive baseball that felt like playoff baseball especially that Dodgers series and then like you said they go they go to philadelphia they go to Cincinnati, and they're just rolling these teams. And um, it helps when you have a guy like Spencer Strider who can strike out 11 guys in six innings. I mean, that guy has been absolutely phenomenal. But I think that overall, like, what strikes me is that this team, at, we're at the beginning of the season. It seemed like any um, kind of area of the team, whether it be the starting rotation, the bullpen, or the lineup was kind of letting the team down and helping it lose games it seems now that you know it's kind of the opposite has happened and that they have consistency in pretty much every area and that's what's giving them a chance to win basically every single game that they go out there and play so it's really good to see them uh, beating up on these these teams that they feel that you feel like they should be beating quite frankly
0: it's Joe Patrick joining Sam and Greg sports radio the game dot game.com you mentioned Strider and this guy's sitting at the top of the league as far as average fastball speed, 98-point-something. Mm. But my question is to you, long-term, just like we talk about young players, we talk about Michael Harris Jr. and how he's made adjustments to how pitchers are coming at him, and this is going to have to continue. The guy's only been in the league a minute and a half. The same thing with Strider. We all know Major League pitching uh, hitters can catch up to a 100-mile-an-hour fastball. Do you think he has enough stuff in his arsenal to still be that dominant pitcher with that three-digit fastball?
3: Yeah, I, I think he, I think he does, uh, and I think that's a good point that you bring up there, Greg, because it is like his first time seeing a lot of these teams, and it would be very interesting to see how these guys react to him when they're seeing him for a second, a third time. Um, again, you you kind of you can catch guys by surprise, obviously when you've got this kind of stuff, the the pure power that that Strider has, then you can kind of overwhelm a guy when you're facing him for the first time, but um, how, how do they react to that later on? We will see. But I, I do have confidence that he will be able to do that because you know, he's really developed the changeup quite a bit, even in this, just this one year, uh, is, which has been really good to see. He had typically been a fastball slider guy. Um, the slider was kind of the off-speed pitch, and he's really worked hard to develop this changeup. He doesn't throw it a ton, but he, he doesn't need to. He only needs it to be effective when he does throw it. And if he's throwing it, you know, what, nine or ten times a game, uh, as long as that's keeping hitters off balance, then it's doing its job. And so that's the big thing with a lot of these hard throwers. They don't have enough of the pitch repertoire. So um, they are better off oftentimes in bullpen roles where you, you know, you don't need as much of an arsenal. Uh, But I think that just to see the development that Strider has made specifically on his changeup is really encouraging for what he's going to be as a starter, just in continuing to develop his own arsenal of pitches to keep guys off balance uh, as a starting pitcher. So I, I, I think he will. But, I mean, I think that it's also um, fair to, to say it's up in the air at this point. We don't know for sure. And it's definitely something he's going to have to deal with as he continues to grow in this league.
0: Again, Joe Patrick joining Sam and Greg here Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. I want to bring this back around to something we were talking about when we started talking with you, and that's soccer. Believe it or not, I'm bringing this yeah. back around. But last week, Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Durant announced that he wants to get traded out of Brooklyn. And that was a big story in the world of basketball and here in America. Mm-hmm. The other day, Cristiano Ronaldo requests a trade from Manchester United to transfer to play in Champions League. Now, I don't follow this as closely as you, but I am told by everybody who has heard this that this is worldwide news. Tell me the significance mm-hmm. of this if it were to happen.
3: Well, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, when he, yeah, I mean, when he makes waves about a team that uh, he doesn't want to play for a team, he wants to play for a new team, it is worldwide news because he, as a sports figure, especially in the marketing realm, is so big. He has such a center of gravity in the soccer world that it's just just major news whenever he uh, changes team. Now, it's not quite like Durant in terms of the impact he would make on a team. At this stage of his career, I mean, Cristiano Ronaldo is in the very later stages of cr- his career. I would say he, he, this, frankly, he's like he would be considered a very old player, uh, a player that could not like start every game for you, and that he was kind of utilized more as a role player for Manchester United. Though, having said that, a very good one. Uh, he still has a ton of skill. He keeps he's amazingly fit for his age. Um, so he's obviously a, a, an important player, but yeah, no, it's funny, Greg, cause I was thinking about the same thing when this, uh, when the deal went off. And, you know, cause I saw people having arguments about, um, you know, like players having control of their future and all that. And, you know, whether, and some people were like upset that, you know, players can like request a trade and force his way on like a certain team that he wants. And I'm just saying like, from my, uh, you know, from my perspective, you know, global soccer is, that is how it is. I mean, these guys really can kind of, um, push for their own moves in their own careers and you very often see guys um, you know holding out of training and things like that so um, there I mean there are definitely some similarities this is very interesting in soccer when there's a global market for you it, it creates a whole new set of forces that are pulling you in every which direction because there's new you know uh, markets essentially for you to enter as a player and if you're cristiano ronaldo you can kind of market yourself to the world differently if you're playing in france versus if you're playing in england versus if you play in america who knows where he might want to play now mm-hmm. i mean it's not playing champions league but there's all these different markets that you could enter that um that changes the landscape for both yourself and the team so it's it's interesting to see the the comparison between uh some of the things that are happening in some of these american sports versus what happens in kind of the european soccer uh realm
0: you got a tea time this weekend, man?
3: I No, I don't. It's unfortunate. But uh, today, I'm not in any shape to be doing that. So oh, what's wrong? What's fine? wrong? But I haven't played in a couple of weeks now. I need to get back out there.
0: I think dinged up something. You're not going to play soccer. You're going to play golf. You, you can do yeah, that yeah. on, you yeah. know, recreational golf, we should say. Not like you got to go out and win <laughs> yeah. some money off somebody. But anyway, uh, it's uh, Joe Patrick, as always, man. We thank you. Thank um, you bringing the knowledge with two teams, not only the Braves, but Atlanta United. Of course, we're getting ready for Atlanta United NYCFC pre at th- uh, 430. Kick at 5 o'clock. You can hear that right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Joe, enjoy the rest of your holiday weekend.
3: Hey, you guys too. Thanks for having me on. Enjoy. All right, stay, stay safe, man.
0: I was trying to think of what other story would be as big from an American athlete that would permeate worldwide. Was it LeBron's maybe? And, again, he's the age is the difference there. But right, right. Is, was it LeBron? You know, with the with the decision going to Miami when he first left Cleveland. Yeah, would that be probably it as far as well it?
1: the fact that he had a whole TV show to announce it.
0: Yeah, I'm, but again, was that as big in South America as this news? Because the way soccer is, I, I mean, I I'm honestly asking, I don't think that there's an American professional American athlete, maybe in an individual sport. In individuals, okay, I guess maybe if Tiger did Tiger, something crazy, Tiger, that's probably Tiger. the only person I can think of. Yeah, if he did something, everybody would pay attention. What was the Paul that just signed with WWE? There's nothing to do with this, but it just the Jake, is it Jake Paul or his brother? Logan Paul. One of them just signed with the wrestling. The other one's boxing everybody who's standing in front of them and he's making money. These guys were just a punchline X amount of years ago. And now they're printing money. They're just printing money. You, I know
1: if you don't mind putting yourself out there, there's a chance. That's there's true. a chance it could go the other way too. That's but, true too. And that's, that's why you get the money. You put yourself out there. <laughs>
0: Again, we thank you guys for making us a part of your Sunday morning and your holiday weekend. We are going to wrap things up in just a minute. It's Sam and Greg with Eric Slaughter here at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com, and take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Nine Sam and Greg on what's been an interesting morning. Just It's just been interesting. Getting a smirk out of Eric. He's, he's getting kind of like... You have had facial reactions this morning that have perplexed both of us. Gotta, gotta keep you on your toes. No, it ain't got about keeping us on toes. We're wondering what you're thinking about. We want to like... Because when our producer does that... We figure something's up with us. No, so it's not a matter of us. We's like you need to tell us well, what you don't what's want to say. The morning's
2: been interesting. I'm kind of it is to see it what you've been. been thinking.
0: Well, uh, Mr. Crenshaw was almost taken out by a piece of plastic. I tell you, I wish I had that on camera. A big piece of plastic. <laughs> okay, that was and, the, and having... the
2: plastic has not returned. Is it? Is it dead no, on arrival? It's,
0: it's, it's well, the sides. Oh. That's the problem. Mm. We got one on this side, and the same thing happened to the one over here. It's on the floor too, or standing up. So maybe it went. You know. But it's been interesting. It, the, the, the conversations we've had with the people this morning, we can't thank yes. them enough. Everybody from Morehouse football coach Rich Freeman to uh, an... Captain Jakai. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. sound like a Starship Enterprise, yeah. Captain. Uh, but we talked about our um, our one ads this morning was letting you all know about the needs that the Alpharetta Police Department has. So please go to their website. They are looking for a number of different people, not only um, officers, but maybe administrative staff. We also want to thank Terrell Thomas, these Urban Times, continuing the conversation as we shake our heads to the money that are being given to some, not all, but some of these rookies in the NBA. Teams don't want to lose them, starting with Zion Williamson. Well, not rookies anymore. Well, no, no, on the rookie contract. still on the rookie contract. So, yeah. And then Joe Patrick, of course, who just joined us. Mm -hmm. So I want to thank everybody. And by the way, it was Logan Paul who I was thinking of. Okay. Logan Paul and then Jake Paul, who have just taken – they are – Kardashian like in that they took this one little nugget and blown it into something crazy. Yeah. So, congr-
1: <laughs> congratulations. So, for people who don't mind doing that, you know, you, I, you I was take about a to check.
2: say, it's a little nugget, but you're putting your body at, at risk. These are young guys who don't care.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, it's like any other athlete who's doing it. There's other folks with WWE, but right? There's, there's risk reward. Boxing. But, they're, again, reinvent. it's amazing when you think about it because you can draw akin to, and, again, we're not going to go down this rabbit hole, but just like how politics has changed and the people that are under that tent that heretofore in the past wouldn't have been, the same thing with what these two are doing. You can't come from social media and think you can win some boxing matches or in there and become a star at WWE. Well, you go down there yelling, screaming loud enough. Yes you can. There you go. Yes, <laughs> you can. Sam and Greg Sports Radio, 929 the game, 929theGame.com. And Sam, by the way, uh, listen, we should take a dive, deep dive into history and culture of baseball's unofficial rule book. Why not? With Unwritten. Yes. A new podcast hosted by former players Ron Darling and Jimmy Rollins. Unwritten looks at all the secret and non-secret guidelines that big leaguers follow while playing the game. Ron and Jeremy mm-hmm. give you the players' perspective on bat flits and beanballs and brawls and a whole lot more. This week's episode, how to talk to umpires. Earlier in the show when we we, we read this, and we started talking <laughs> about you'd like to have a conversation with some of the ex-Braves. Uh, you can pick the player, but obviously the pitchers, maybe Leo Mazzoni, to talk about... Anybody, the, catch,
1: the catchers.
0: I love to talk with Javi Lopez. I love to talk
1: with Javi. Man, Javi probably could tell you some funny stuff.
0: But I don't think that everybody was, was hanging around... While the games were going on, Bobby Cox, like these particular players were obviously Leo Mazzoni's next to him, but the pitchers and how they dealt with him. But, but I'm think,
1: but I'm thinking Javi is like the minute the minute the ball hits his mitt, he knows where it's at, and he knows that Bobby, you know, he could probably tell when he got a certain pitch if Bobby was <laughs> going to sound off. you know that's, that's what what right. I'm thinking. well,
0: that. either way, we we wanted to hear some stories that they had to tell about Bobby Cox's conversations with umpires. Throughout the league, throughout the years,
2: I wonder if that those stories would
1: be. You talk about those seven words. One of those
0: stories yeah, would be yeah. FCC. Well, you, you know, know they sound like a
3: podcast.
1: If, if he knew the word that got you kicked out, although although um, supposedly you don't have to say a whole lot when you're arguing balls no. and strikes. Yeah, you. <laughs> I, yeah, I yeah, was, you was balls and
2: strikes. when y'all were going to ask the umpire yeah. in the room. Yeah, yeah. yeah right, know.
1: right. It kind of doesn't take much when it comes to that.
2: Though. It, it doesn't, and it's one of those things where you're like, uh, Coach, I've warned you. You know, he ain't even got a warning. They me just alone. know.
0: But still, he's going out there with old-school purpose. Mm -hmm. My pitcher's being done wrong or, you you know, my batter's – or the guy was out at second base, whatever it is. Bobby Cox always stuck up for those guys. And as we talk about this particular podcast, it makes you think about the guy who's been thrown out of more games as a manager Mm -hmm. than anybody else. And his approach – to the umpire or getting ready to get up out of the dugout, Leo Mazzoni sitting next to him. You got to wonder what he muttered muttered under his breath or what Leo heard. That's what I want to get.
2: I would wonder if, as from the umpire's perspective – at the plate meeting, beginning of the game, if they came up to him, is like, "Okay, Bobby, am I gonna have any trouble out of you today?" Or, or you well, know. we've seen that before, where the guys <laughs> well, yeah. get thrown
0: out bringing out the scorecard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, right. That's right. the you know? first
2: thing we say. Like, look here, man. I, because especially you can find out. I mean, umpires are human too. If he had a bad night, if he, if, 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 whatever, his wife called him and and chewed him out on his way to the ballpark. Like, look, I ain't in the mood for you today. <laughs> there was a, there was a
0: guy who, and I don't know why, I remember this name. Was something Davidson. Jerry Davidson was an umpire. Does that sound right? I think so. Jerry, those, Davis, Jerry, Jerry Davis. Jerry Davis. That yes. Glavin had an issue yeah, with. Yeah. For whatever reason, when Tom Glavin pitched this particular umpire when he was behind the plate, okay. Glavin had an issue with. That's At least that's what we heard on a regular basis from the announcers. Well, I know Mr. The Davis.
2: Collins Mr. Davis is, uh, had a if great post-umpiring career. I want to say
0: Davis' son for okay. some reason. Well, Jerry I, Davis
2: is a legendary MLB umpire.
0: The other person um, – th- oh, no, I just slipped my mind here. But there, was, there were just umpires that – oh, Cowboy Joe West. Joe, he just retired last year. Yes, yes. Joe West. Joe West. And the, <laughs> the conversations the between the him. The old Elon College quarterback. And, and Bobby Cox over the years. Those were Can ones. you picture
1: Joe West being a college football quarterback? No.
2: Man, in his 20s, I guess I could. Not yeah. not
1: as he got older and became an umpire. You know, he, they change a little bit. Yeah, man. <laughs> quarterback of an Eli.
0: Well, just to let you know, when we're talking about umpires, Ron and Jimmy peel back the curtain on those heart-to-heart discussions with the men in blue. What's the dynamic between player and umpire, pitcher and umpire, manager and umpire, and what those magic words are that get you tossed. Download un- <laughs> Unwritten on the Odyssey app and wherever you get podcasts. There you go, which brings us to the George Carlin album that we were talking about earlier, which we're not going to do, but the seven dirty words you can't say on television, and we can't say them here on this radio show either. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. What is the rest of your day like? What are you preparing? What? Do, well, we have to work, say, tomorrow.
1: Yeah, I work tomorrow.
0: Yeah, so we'll be in here at dark 30 in the morning getting you ready and talking about the Peachtree Road Race. I mean, I've
1: been up early on Peachtree Road Race days. Matter of fact, I've gotten off on Sunday nights and like on, on like on going into the Monday, and I didn't even go home. I would just go and and park my car over here by the tavern in Piedmont Park and basically take a nap in my car because I know in just a couple of hours we're going to be getting up to get things set up right there at the finish finish line. So, yeah, this is a night that I've spent a night. (laughs) <laughs> it's <was> midnight, <laughs> right, right over there by Piedmont park in Park. Uh, uh,
2: well, you remember, Mister? Is it D- Dema? Who was it? What was his name from yesterday? The the director of the Peachtree Race said his night starts at midnight tonight. Yeah, yeah. 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 When yeah. they start yeah. blocking, yeah. so, well, well, about hey. those amateurs that's going to have the blocked off roads in Buckhead tonight.
0: Amateur night, amateur weekend. Yeah. Yeah. To be honest with you, yeah. Uh, yeah well, they yesterday start, they start
1: blocking off the roads. Uh, people start getting parking spots. Uh, parking spots will be at a premium because which would you rather do? Uh, park at Lenox. Ride down here, race, run down here, then take Marta back up. You all sweaty, you getting all hurting on Marta to uh, go back to your car. Or would you rather park your car at midtown, ride Marta up, and when you run down and finish, your car's here? Are we gonna have an issue getting in here tomorrow morning? Oh, uh, you got you got to know the way.
2: You in, better dude. know where you.
0: Yeah, you got to.
2: You
1: got
0: to. I know the way. I know the way in. Oh, yeah. please tell you me. You got to come through the back door here. You, we got to
1: come through the back door to get in here. So I, right. I, I know I know how to get in. I, I, I'll explain <laughs> that to you.
0: <laughs> Famous last words.
1: You got to Well, you got to know. Word.
0: Sam, you know when you when you Sam, worked, in, Sam. do the first second, man, I'm stuck over here. On, when <laughs> when like you when Ford you when, when,
1: when the places where you worked are like attached to it, you 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 are you know the back way to get get around places like that. But yeah, <laughs> this is the
0: night that I slept in the car <laughs> over by Piedmont Park. Wow. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we're looking forward to tomorrow. You know what? Tomorrow is our first remote since we have worked together.
1: Yeah. How about that? We're not going real far. We're just going downstairs. <laughs> well, we got to stay. You start going, slow. No, not like we're going across town. You, know? you start <laughs> like, slow. We just, this is your, just, And so that would be we, your. We're going to take the this, elevator. We're going to take the elevator down.
0: This is your first remote, too, correct? Yeah, first one. Radio? I, I, I made first a, radio. I've I made, cou-
1: made appearances on a remote. Yeah,
0: I've done that, too. But I'm yeah, saying, but. Fir- the
1: first one that, I, you know, you, you and I kind of driving the boat. So, no, no, this is the first, first one. It's
0: a special y'all, day.
2: Y'all, y'all gonna leave me up here all by myself?
0: No, we're gonna come up here and start the day with you. We have a cup of coffee and prep, you know, oh, up okay. here. So we'll see you then. Mm. If you figure out the back way to get in here, I got <laughs> you covered, man. I got you covered. I, I might don't be
2: you. on the train. I might just. What time tomorrow to start?
0: <laughs> That's a good question, Eric. Drive everybody to our website again, because you brought up something, and I don't want to. Uh, and we have a lot of fun with you, but you said this got a lot of um got a lot of hits yesterday, and we want to let people know again the article that you put up yesterday?
2: Well, the official website is www.odyssey.com forward slash 92.9, the game. If you scroll down past the about the halfway point and you'll see the article, Atlanta Motor Speedway creates a family, fun, affordable event. And, uh, okay, I'm sorry, and you, you can read the article and it'll talk all about the Great week leading up to the Quaker State 400, not just the race on Sunday, but the expos, the concerts, and all the events during the week. It's got the link to com, And in the article, we talk about how you can have events for every, I think the quote that uh, Brandon said is like, I create an event for every, a price point for every family. Yep. Yeah. So I thought that was really significant, a price point for every family. So,
0: Yeah, Brandon Hutchison from yeah. Atlanta Motor Speedway. Yeah, remember today's us race
1: Remember today's race is uh, the Quick Trip 250 is taking place at uh, Elkhart Lake. That's the road race course, uh, Road America. Uh, Chase Elliott, our home folks, is on the pole for that race. Remember, this is the week they go over from Fox Network to NBC, and they right. previously had been on NBC or NBC Sportsnet. NBC Sportsnet is gone the race will be on the USA Network. So while uh, you got your remote fishing around trying to find NASCAR today, is on USA <laughs> Network at three o'clock. Three o'clock start time.
0: Uh, I was well, something I wanted. I got to get rid of all this this stuff here. Okay, you and ready? the Bra- and
1: the Braves start at one forty today. One forty Braves uh, in Cincinnati trying to wrap up that series. Uh, Charlie Morton on the mound. Charlie is on the mound. <laughs> Let's see if we can go out there and, uh, and get a win for us.
0: Uh, did you know? Were you here in in seventy?
1: Seventy. No, seventy, 90, no. seventy, nineteen seventy. My family the here in seventy four. Did
0: you hear about the? Did you ever hear about the Atlanta International Pop Festival?
1: Pot, p o t festival. Pop. Pop festival.
0: I, I, well, they, they've, I made the, the p silent. They've,
1: they've had a lot of music events in the seventies <laughs> that were pot festivals. <laughs> yes, they, yes they I had, they, had, they had quite a few of them. <laughs> Maybe that's why they I used to have them over Georgia Tech all the time. Wishful
0: thinking. <laughs> <Yeah>. Atlanta <laughs> International Pop Festival on this day happened okay, okay. twenty. Excuse me, two hundred thousand people over a three-day period attended this. Where, where they? Almond Bro- Now they don't have that here, but the performers: Almond Brothers, Grand Funk Railroad, Jimi Hendrix Experience, Richie Havens, Cat Mother, and the All Night Newsboys, B.B. King, Mata Hoople, and John Sebastian.
1: They may have had that down at Lakewood or something. I'm just saying the, the fairgrounds. Like this the, was long the, the,
0: before Lakewood was Lakewood, though, right? Yeah, well,
1: no, Lakewood was the fairgrounds back then. It so was, you it, it didn't have fairgrounds. a big sta- Yeah, okay. They, they, they still had a, a a stadium. It wasn't like the stadium where they play football, where, where the studio is now, had been the stadium. Had been the NASCAR track. Okay. When Richard Petty raced back in the day, they raced at Lakewood before they built Atlanta.
0: What? West AMS has only been there since 1960. I get that, but you saying that there was a race, a NASCAR race yes, out there? Yes, it was at Lakewood. You have been a wealth of information this weekend. Why do you
1: think they raced? I don't
0: know, man. I ain't following back then. I ain't following what's going on with NASCAR. You might as well ask me about Kale Yarbrough and where he grew up. I don't know nothing about them they boys race, back then. There's a race like wood, Lakewood. <laughs> I didn't. You have to admit, there's a lot of people who didn't have this information. They didn't know. And that's a, that's a great nugget. That's what I'm saying. I'm giving you credit for it. You act like I'm mad at you. That was <laughs> That was beautiful. You know? Did you know that? No, I didn't either. Yeah, Both huh? of y'all come with these crazy
2: facts that,
0: you well, know, there was I'm, I'm going to racetr- start writing this stuff
2: there down. Make a, make a, make a tra- <laughs>
1: there were a couple of racetracks in the city. There was a racetrack down at, at Lakewood and where the martyr Yard is for the trains right up here when you, when okay. 75, okay, 85, I split, you that 85, now. 85, that was another racetrack. The
0: Gulch, right? Is that
1: where? Uh, no, not the Gulch where the martyr trains are. Okay. If you're going north on 85, 75, 85, split, oh, 85, yeah. and you're going right up on the, uh, you know, Monroe is on on this side, on the other side of Monroe. On the other, side, the other okay. side of the freeway, where they stood, like the
0: yard where they fixed the train. And I'm the one that's full of insignificant information. Well, I'm just But saying, that, that was, that was good to a good one. No, that was great. That was great knowledge. I did not know that. Uh, listen, again, tune in tomorrow morning for more of this <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. of stuff. And it will be right there. Our first remote. Come, congratulate, come and congratulate us on our first remote. We're going to be out there, rain or shine tomorrow morning. Our, we
1: hope our first guest will be Chesley McNeil.
0: Yes, it is, Chesley. Uh, Looking forward to it. Um, Eric, as always, thank you very much. Nick Kale is up next. You guys just go out and have yourself a big day. Thank you for making us a part of your morning. This is Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app.